Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yeah. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. What's up, Seminole Headlines podcasters? Thanks so much for listening to the program. As always, the podcast brought to you in part by our friends at the Morgan Law Group. Today, no different. Appreciate them enabling us to do this for you. What else they'll do for you is uh, work hard throughout the state to ensure uh, that the insurance companies are doing the right thing and they're not acting in bad faith. Uh, they will they'll get after the insurer if they are. They'll inspect and assess the loss on your behalf. By the way, they are throughout the state just because an insurance company tells you no or there's a certain amount that they're willing to give out doesn't mean that's the end of the story. Find out more. Go to policyadvocate.com. That'd be policyadvocate.com. Or call 888-904-2524. Onward we go with Seminole Headlines. It's time for Seminole Headlines, presented by Capital City Bank, featuring ESPN Tallahassee's Jeff Cameron, Warchant.com's managing editor, Ira Chauffel, and senior writer, Corey Clark. Your weekly dose of all things FSU, Pistols and Pies, starts right now. Here's Jeff Cameron. Hour number two, the Seminole Headlines, 979 ESPN Radio. This hour brought to you by our friends at Birch Orthodontics. Yay, Birch Orthodontics, just saw Birch. We've moved to rubber bands, Ira. We've moved nice. to rubber bands. Uh, he hates it, but yeah, it's he's, a must. Yeah, he's, say, he's not, not, he's not going to like that at all, especially when they go to the – because what he doesn't realize right now is they start off with kind of like looser bands, and then it, the further you get, they get smaller bands, and they're tighter, and they he really kind of ratchet it he's up. He's frustrated. He's, he's having a hard time getting these on. I said, well, maybe we'll have to go back and talk to him, but, I mean, they're great. They'll work with you. I know all of that, but he, he told me emphatically, this is what it's like to have a 13-year-old boy, everybody. He gets in the car and he says, I'm not wearing these. And I said, well, you know, but I mean, you, you got to wear them. He goes, well, I'm not going to. And I went, well, you are going to wear them because I'm paying for this. So you're going to wear them. And he's like, well, you're not with me in school. I'm taking them off. I'm not wearing them. Mm. <laughs> well, you're not going to have to worry about it because you're not going to make teeth, son. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're going to eat jello. That's the response I got. But you know what's good? What also is good is that he had time to calm down, get over his frustration, and then later that night, I got home, and he's trying to put the bands on in the bathroom. So there you, there you go. And listen, let me, the one thing I'll, I'll tell you also about Dr. Birch is she'll come with some tough love. If tough love Cameron isn't mm. feeling it that day, mm. just mm-hmm. drive him down there to Dr. Birch, and she will, she'll, she's will. she got her own little tough love that uh, I've seen it in action. So uh, birchorthodox.com is the website. I actually got a text from a friend of ours this morning who was at uh, – he texted me and said he's at uh, our ride, ride or die dentist, or orthodontist this morning. So nicely uh, done. Appreciate appreciate that. Yeah, they'll give free consultations. They've got payment plans. And uh, another mutual friend of ours is an adult and is uh, thinking about going and getting consultation about their teeth as an adult. So oh. they uh, they uh, will solve all of your orthodontic needs over at uh, Birch Orthodontics. 
I believe that to be true. And I've got the second kid that'll be going there very shortly. Well, he already goes there, but soon we've got to actually step up to the braces themselves. So, yeah, if you can't trust Ira and I, and Corey knows he would have Brady there. So, I mean, the bottom line is, if you can't trust us, then, you know, what are you doing listening to us? Just get the hell off the podcast and go wherever you're going to go. You're probably going to aimless in your life anyhow. So, other than that, our folks are going to Bert Orthodontics. Yeah, that's it. So that's, that's, you win them over by insulting them, guys. <laughs> uh, all right. So I, I because this has been a crazy whirlwind thing, I've got a charity golf tournament tomorrow. It's raising money for a good cause. The headlines is running on a Friday. So if you're listening to this, you're, you're listening to it on a Friday. I just want our listeners to know, I mean, people to know that. I want you two to know that if you promote it, because people are going to ask you that it's today. It's going to be running on Friday, which is perfect because we get that plus a court report. So you have fresh material. Which means, frankly, I haven't even taken a look at these headliner questions. There oh, you go. Gosh. I switched well, up on your line. All right. This is, all right. this is a debacle. From, all right. Here's the deal. From start to finish. Here's the, I actually got a texted great two or three part question that I'm going to read while you figure oh, out. You, you, you yeah. find the questions, Chef. I'll find them. Right. So, question number one Who would you take in a cage match between 2012 Menelik and 2021 Raekwon Gray? Menelik. Yeah, I think it's Menelik, right? He's still the football player, man, and the former boxer. Um, he, he that was he was. And we, I mean, Raekwon is is, is Raekwon Gray like, is from South Florida. That gives yeah, him something. Sure, I'm not he saying might, I'm not saying Menelik's going to squash him. It's not. Might have it's going to be some. It's going to be a brawl. Didn't but, Raekwon Gray went? He went to Dillard. Did he go to Dillard? Oh no, man, he's seen some stuff. He's, he's going to. There might be a foreign object in this match. Yeah, he's seen some stuff. I just think Menelik. <laughs> you know. Yeah, you're right. Menelik's British, right? So he's probably he's, a nice kid. He's expecting a fair fight. Yeah, he's got and, boxing yeah. gloves on. Yeah, and he's got that South Florida in him, you know, Ira. So yeah, yeah you're right. Maybe it's a little better uh, matchup than I think. I just Menelik, you walked behind Menelik Watson in 2012 when I made that statement. Oh. Like, I mean, I've never seen anything like that. That was incredible. That just the body and the just somebody that big was, uh, it was yeah, amazing. It, it's a fair fight, Menelik, no doubt. Part two. If three or more players from the 2020 FSU defense get drafted, how many rounds should Adam Fuller be required to go in a cage with Menelik? So that's the thing. There is a legitimate <laughs> chance that there, there's a legitimate chance that like four or five uh, guys yeah, off that yeah. defense are going to be drafted. It's going to be like I was telling Aslan a wake up war chant. Like they're going to show like most defenders drafted in 2021 draft. It'll be Alabama one, Georgia two. And then Ohio State and Florida State like tied for third, and people are gonna be like, "Oh, I I thought Florida State wasn't very good last year. They had that many. Oh uh, yeah, no, they were terrible. They had the worst <laughs> defense in history, but they had six guys drafted. <laughs> hey, I, this is not even line. a conversation. This is not even a conversation I want to engage in because my frustration and disdain for what happened on defense a year ago pretty well documented. I may say some things that I regret right. if, right. I, right. if I start to part, engage in this part. Part three, and then we'll move on to your, your questions. Part three, would you rather FSU beat Michigan and Bama in the next two rounds to go to the Final Four, or mm. would you rather FSU get a chance to play Alabama in the playoff semifinals this year? Oh, wow. Wow. No, I, I, want, I want to go to the Final Four. I can live with a gradual climb. I'd like it to be expedited in football, but I'd really like to see Hamilton and this staff and these kids go to the Final Four. I don't know, man. I'm with you on all that. But if Florida State's in the playoffs next year, we've all had a real fun last, like seven <laughs> months. It's been a fun time. The show's probably doing pretty well. We're mm -hmm. all doing well. 
I and also that would be a lot. You know, we're, th- we're it's been so long since we covered a team that was relevant. Imagine if we were back in the studio, all vaxxed up, talking about a team that's going to the playoffs. A team that's number five in the country in eight. Yeah. No, no I, I, don't awesome. know that I, I don't. As much as I want to see Leonard there, and if you're asking me national championship for Leonard or this, I would probably take the national championship. But just getting to the final four. I think I, I I think I'd have to take getting to the final four of the the, the football playoffs. You turned me. I was originally going to be with Jeff, but you turned me, Jeff, Corey. I'm uh, I'm Good. with you. Yeah, now, no, you people just wrong. get to text us randomly que- <laughs> random questions now. Is well, that this, how this works? This is a good. I've got, good friend. I've got. I've got. By the way, I've got. Uh, I've got the questions. I found. And those were great questions. Those were. Uh, Michael writes, gents, as the Knowles keep winning in Indianapolis, I'm reminded of a story about my father, who is very much alive. Oh, he played, congratulations. Oh, nicely done. He played in the 1957 Indiana State basketball semifinals and 510 had to guard Oscar Robertson. Oh, no. He held, he held Big O to 30 points. <laughs> <laughs> he still calls that one of his greatest accomplishments. Oh. With that in mind, can we get Scotty Barnes to score some points? Choo-choo for that ass. I, I have grown increasingly frustrated with Scotty Barnes really not providing anything on the offensive end because I just love when he goes to the basket. He's, he's almost impossible to stop. How about, how about early in that game when he goes to post up their little six foot guard and can't get the ball? I thought he was going to go punch somebody. He looks so well. Mad. He should have, he should have, I but was furious, he, but then he kind of went away from it. Um, you know, they didn't got to talk to him know, about that. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's definitely something that's there if, if, and then, but no, you guys are right. I mean, he, and he did a, didn't he, he had one late, didn't he? Where they kind of spread the floor and he went to the basket. Yeah, like- I mean it didn't look all. It, it was it was one of those normal Scotty Barnes kind of off the wrong foot. Does yeah. looks a little bit awkward, but he hesitates. Well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I just number one, I don't think he's right physically. That's clear, but he's right enough to make more of an impact than he did, especially in that first game in the first half of the the Colorado game. Like the second half, he had four or five assists. I thought played really well, guarded really well. But that UNC Greensboro game, I'm like, man, he he just he's not out there at all. Like he's making no impact at all. You can't have a lottery pick. And as much as people want to tweet us and say he needs to come back to school, he's he's probably a lottery pick, folks. He was the ACC yeah. freshman of the year. It's not like he's been a disappointment. He's hurt. But you can't be out there and not make an impact. You got to do something on the court to make an impact. And he just struggled with that for a good portion of the weekend. Raquan Evans begs to differ. Uh, Matthew writes, here we go. How far do we have to go in this tournament for a hearty hour number two? P.S. When the heck are we getting the headlines after dark? Ooh, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. Good question. Well, Final Uh, Four, right? Final Four is very much deserving of an hour number two. We'll we'll do that. And I would also, dare I say, that if they go to the Final Four, we should do a headlines after dark. Let's do it. Okay, I like that. Yeah, let's do it. I'll add people to can't that. get mad at us, though. Like, they're not going to get mad at us. Well, it's going to be not. Maybe it's not going to be the Corey that they're used to, the fun-loving, uh, you know, the Jimmy Carter's going to come out. Yeah. Jimmy Carter Boulevard's going to come out. Yeah, exactly. JCB's going to be up in this piece. Yeah, no, they'll be okay with that, Corey. I'm all telling right. you, okay. they, they want that from us. They've wanted that from us for a long time. We'll all, you know, Ira will flash his Miami. I'll flash my downtown Tampa. It's on. Yeah. It is on. Here we go. You know, the three of us have a little ruggedness to us that you know the people right. have been dying to unearth. They want it. They want to hear it. They want to know. Uh, that said, let's get this in. Uh, and by the way, if we do an after dark version of some of the headlines, the rule is it's going to take place after eight thirty p.m. 
and we all have to have a drink in our hand. Let's get it on. Well, I was going to say like 10 p.m., but you'll be in bed. That's your bedtime. I bedtime for little baby. Bed, baby get, bedtime for babe, babe. Like I get up <laughs> uh, like a man and take care of responsibility early <laughs> The rest of the world is working. I, I know. I know you want to sleep till noon, but you know. <laughs> I know. I understand. Yeah. Um, all right. By the uh, way, on that topic, real quick. So my man Corey, I, I'm texting that wh- whatever morning it is. I don't know Sunday, whatever. It is. Yeah, I think it was Sunday morning. And I'm like, hey man, where's that story you were going to write? And he's like, oh, I uh, had a tough time at St. Elmo's last night at the at the big steakhouse, dude. I think they had a dinner reservation at like. 10 o'clock or nine, nine or nine, 10 o'clock. It was nine 30. Yeah. And then you, would you have a 20 ounce ribeye or something? Would, yeah. Would, I mean, and what do we, so, and, then, and then you're surprised, you don't, your tummy doesn't it's feel not so just good. That. So <laughs> earlier in the day we went to lunch at this place and I had a lobster roll. Do you know what a lobster roll is? It's like yep. the, uh, and you dip it in drawn butter and it was incredible. Now I know you guys are saying Indianapolis for lobster. That's kind of odd, but I'm not done. So we go to St. Elmo's at 9.30. We also went to a, a sports bar and hung out outside and had a big old pretzel. And then we go to St. Elmo's, which is the famous steakhouse. I get this ribeye. And then I'm like, you know what? I'm going to get that lobster tail. I don't care. I'm adding a lobster tail on it. And then the, the waiter who's been there for 31 years and waited on Michael Jackson, by the way, after the Ryan White funeral. That's why oh. Michael Jackson was in town. I mean, this is old, old school. That's um, a long time ago, yeah. Yeah. He's like, well, you know, we have a lobster bisque, too. I'm like, you know what? Bring me that as well. So I got a lobster bisque, a lobster tail, and a 20-ounce ribeye, and drank some ultra. And I was like, I just couldn't move. I, I was, I was, I was, I was down for the count. I'm still not quite right. My favorite part is that you washed it all down with an ultra. <laughs> <laughs> Only the best, my man. That's rich. Seminole Headlines, 979 ESPN Radio continues in a moment. Seminole Headlines will take a breather. More next. Seminole Headlines returns now on 97.9 ESPN Radio. Jamie writes, do you think Coach Ham will play Scotty Barnes more minutes to help reduce the turnovers? I believe he's averaging about 24 minutes a game. It seems to me the offense runs a little crisper with him at the point. And no matter what happens, win or lose, Coach Ham is a legit badass. Coaching at 72 with a mask on and wearing a stormtrooper boot. Our football <laughs> players need to pay attention to what real toughness is. Our basketball team has it and comes and it comes from the top. Yeah, you know those football players would be on their little scooters. Not can you imagine, by the way, Leonard on one of those scooters coaching a game? Like with his leg propped up? Because my buddy just ruptured his Achilles like a month ago and he had Ooh. one of those. It's a tough deal. But, like, I just can't imagine Leonard on one of those things. Like, what? you know what I mean? That's just not his he, – there's no way. He'd rather hop along and limp than, than have his leg propped up on some crazy scooter. Grown-ass man. That's yeah. why. He's been through some things. That's, that's the way it works. Uh, by the way, though, no matter how tough Leonard is, for whatever reason, it hasn't rubbed off on MJ. So it's just, you know, not everybody saying takes, that. MJ's takes it from playing through it. He, get hopped, mm-hmm. he got mm-hmm. hobbled off the court. He got picked up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in fact, off the court, did he? What was Stephanie. funny is I was watching it with Stephanie, and she, I'm like, oh, that's probably – now it's MJ. I even said it's MJ, so we don't know for sure, but he's being helped off the court. And she's like, wow, that looks really bad. And literally he sprints back onto the court probably 90 seconds later. She's like, wow. And I'm like, well, yeah, that happens sometimes. All I know is we got, Dalvin Cook got carried off the field like 16 times a game that season. Yeah. And everybody was impressed by how – he kept coming yeah. back for that dude, hamstring. Dude, you're it's not going to question. Yep. No, it's not. You're not going to question Dalvin Cook. 
it's just not what you do. Lamarcus Joyner, he'd always have to be helped off the field, and then yeah, he's back yeah, in two yeah. plays later. Xavier Rhodes, MJ Walker's tougher MJ. than all those dudes. Yeah, we're certainly not doing the MJ Walker Dalvin Cook comparison. That's not <laughs> happening. That's just not, not going to happen. Kyle writes, "Hello, gents. We all know it was done due to COVID, but can you see where the NCAA tournament becomes like the NFL draft and cities bid on having it, and all the games are in one location?" Man, I'm telling you, because I was there, and I'm going back there. It is really neat. Like, you're walking around. We were, in, again, Stephanie was at a sports bar, and she's like, who's purple that wears ACU? And I'm like, I think that is Abilene Christian, but I don't even think they're in the tournament. And then later that night, they beat Texas, but I didn't even know they were in the tournament. And you see all of it. You see Georgetown, ACU, Wisconsin. It's 64 fan bases in one city. It's really cool. It's, it's, like, the, uh, it's like Omaha. Except like the NCAA, yeah, baseball team, It's yeah. like the baseball, except it's it's obviously 64 teams and not eight. I don't know that you could do it in a normal year because that's 20,000 people at all these different games that it would cram the city. I don't know if you'd have the space for it, but man, it's really neat. I, when I was there, I was like, man, they should do this. This is really cool because it, it, it feels more like a national tournament than when you're in a pod in Orlando or a pod in Nashville and you just see St. Bonaventure fans and Cincinnati fans. You're seeing every single fan base in the country is in one city for basketball. It's pretty neat. Now, there's only 30 fans from each school, but it's still pretty neat to see all that representation. Nathil writes, I've heard Michigan is supposed to be a little banged up like ourselves. What's the lowdown on their injuries, and who or what do you guys think will be the keys to the game? How do you guys think we match up versus Michigan and looking ahead a little bit to maybe Alabama? Well, well we're we're still, we mentioned we're still look ahead to Alabama, but – yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think they match up okay. Like, Michigan's best player now that Libbers is hurt is the Dickinson kid. Yep. He's really good. He's a lefty freshman. He's big. He rebounds. He's got a great touch around the basket. He almost came to Florida State. He was that Florida State was one of his final three. He came on an official visit. But the one thing Florida State should do okay is guard him. As long as Balsa doesn't get in foul trouble, which is a big if, you still got Ngom you can throw at him. And I know we can laugh at that, but it's seven feet you can throw at him. You got two seven sure. footers you can throw at him, um, and then Raekwon could guard him occasionally. I mean, you got you got options to guard their their big guy. So uh, that that could be that that seems like an okay matchup. I don't know that he's gone against too many teams that have two seven footers. Yeah, I mean, there they they there's been a couple of cases this year when the uh, particularly North Carolina the Kessler kid that game they did not guard him well, but in tradition. Traditionally, Florida State guards post really well because they front the post and then they'll bring help. Um, so, you know, usually you would say Florida State's going to neutralize a big guy, especially if he's a leading scorer, which he is. So, um, yeah, man, I'm, ex I'm just excited about this game. I, I, there's, there's the them not having livers is a huge deal. It's not definitive that he's not going to play. They haven't said 100%. They've just said he's out indefinitely. Um, but it doesn't look like he's going to play. And, and if he doesn't, you know, they're, they're definitely beatable. Really, really insightful fun and now it's probably been used quite a bit but i'll give andrew credit for the question he writes we're all thinking it it went through all of our minds the minute we knew this matchup was going to happen so i'll just ask it what's jabril the status peppers, of jabril peppers? <laughs> <laughs> I knew that was coming another yeah. game another florida yeah. state game he's not going to play in <laughs> well well done spencer writes over under game and a oh excuse me one and a half FSU basketball players getting drafted to the NBA this year, and who besides Scotty Barnes? Uh, yeah, I still think it's going to be over. I, I, 
Raekwon, kind of, Raekwon Gray kind of struggling a little bit in the AC tournament and, and how he's done so far in the postseason makes me think there's a decent, maybe a better chance he stays. I thought he was gone. Um, if he goes, he'll get drafted for sure. I don't know that it's a done deal. Balsa's def- definitely coming back. Um, I think he's a possibility. Um, but those are the main ones, right? I mean, is there anybody else? That, I mean, I don't know. MJ, I guess MJ would be a second rounder. I mean, uh, he could have a chance to get. There's only 60 spots, man. There's gonna be a lot of kids declaring. I don't know that. And plus, you have the the kids overseas. I don't know that MJ gets drafted, but he, he's a second rounder if he does. And yeah, man, he's he can shoot, and when he's healthy, he can guard. I just don't know that he's he's certainly yeah. not high up. He's not gonna be a, a lottery pick by the way. But he's got a chance. But before he got hurt, I mean, he was shooting. What was he shooting? He was from playing three? great. Yeah, he was shooting almost fifty percent from three. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, I think in the fact that he, you know, he can guard, and the fact that he's athletic, um, yeah, I think there's before he got hurt, I think there was a really good chance he would go. And I also think Raekwon could be a guy that enters his name in, but doesn't hire an agent. One of those things, and sees yeah. what what the word is out there. Same with Balsa, maybe that, that he sees he sees what they're saying, before he decides one way or the other. Right. Ryan writes, fellas, and I read this ahead of time because I, I i'm gonna have to rely on you guys and i don't know that you've seen these shows i've heard of these shows but i have not seen them fellas would you rather be on naked and afraid 60 days in or 90 day fiance p.s Corey the fulton county 60 days in well there's there's different parts of fulton county there's some nice ones and some not so nice ones but 60 days in is the you're in prison for 60 days uh, yeah, but they've got cameras and stuff monitoring you. You're not. Yeah, I don't think you're going to get the show. full. You're not going to get the full Shawshank experience with yeah. with the A and E cameraman right next to you. That would. I was going to say would, they're not going to trap you in the uh, <laughs> in the workout room for a little extracurricular. Yeah, that ain't going to happen. Imagine on the show, they're just like, okay, now we can't show this next part because <laughs> things things got a we're little out of hand, and he wouldn't sign the waiver. Right, right. T Bone wouldn't sign the waiver after he after he did that to you. No, so we're not gonna we're gonna pick it up with Jerry in the fetal position. And we'll go from there. All right, back out of the laundry room. Jerry, okay, Jerry, come out of the laundry room. I know you're crying. Come on, come on, come on. I, but I tell you what, so very good. I don't quite know what uh, naked and afraid is. I always say naked, naked and afraid is. But I think you're on an island or something, and obviously you're. Naked. You're wandering through the wilderness, and it's a dude and a woman. I've seen the commercial when you're flipping around, but I don't know what you have to do other than be naked on an island together. And that doesn't look like fun because most of the time I always see mosquitoes and bugs yeah. and stuff. And Can that's you imagine? Fun. No, I don't. I don't like to be nude. Period. Ever. I do. I love to be nude, but certainly I don't want to be not mosquitoes. Certainly not with cameras there and bugs everywhere and sand. Are you kidding? There's no chance. There's no. I I get. So well, again, no, I'd rather be so here 60 days in. All right, so I was going to say, which is your choice? Yeah, naked two? and afraid. And I, I would be very afraid. And I I'm wouldn't gonna, be, no, I mean, I'm, I'd I'm put taking a big the jail. On myself. I'm taking I'm the jail, jail because I, I, where I, one of my great strengths growing up in Miami was identifying the bully and then befriending the bully and then <laughs> kind of becoming the, the guy that the bully didn't want to beat up all the time. Right. And so yep, like, yep. I'd, help, I'd help him in class, I'd bring him some snacks, things like that. So, so that was, I feel like I could figure out that I could figure that out in a jail. The problem is you're going to have to. I can't negotiate with snakes and spiders and bats no, and whatever the hell. Agree, else. Agree. But you're going to have to. You're going to have to like uh, befriend like the Aryan nation. Uh, you know, yeah, look, man. We all have different. Yeah. <laughs> he, does, plus, he doesn't plus. have to become a Nazi. He just has to pretend <laughs> that he likes them and believes in them for 
60 days. 60 out. days, just two months. Yeah, all right. Six months of being, yeah, 60 days of, yeah, screw all those other people that don't look like. <laughs> but imagine, like, I was sitting here saying, oh, I, I know who the bully is. Imagine the lifestyle of a bully in prison. Not just a bully in life, but a prison bully mm-hmm. is somebody that you can't reason with. You can't, I mean, that's that's a tough nut to crack, Ira. You just gotta shave like, your head and put on some tattoos or something, man. He's, he's not going to like you. Ability to find common ground. Look, man, Jimmy Teich in fourth grade didn't like anybody but me. Okay. I, Fair, I, hey. was, the, I was the guy that didn't get his wrath. So Fair. I feel like I can do it. Seminole Headlines, 97 ID ESPN Radio continues in a moment. Seminole Headlines will take a breather. More next. Seminole Headlines returns now on 97.9 ESPN Radio. Hey, and by the way, as an aside, since somebody brought up TV shows, have you guys watched this freaking documentary on HBO about QAnon? No, not yet. Holy moly. Yeah. It's, it's awesome. scary stuff. The losers that actually thought Democrats were eating babies. Yeah. It's extraordinary. Yeah. It's like the funniest thing you'll ever see. The level of stupidity people are capable of is alarming, as if you didn't know. But it's it's really unreal. Like, where Georgia, do you see it? They, Georgia elected one to Congress. So we're, we're pretty really fired up about that. Rather remarkable. Okay, I'm, busy, but, uh, I'm busy trying to find out Jimmy Teich is still alive. <laughs> <laughs> Here you go, by the way. You're going to like this. So Ryan writes, and I think I know the answer for you two, but I'll, I'll, you know, we'll all we'll all chime in. Patrick Williams was a better freshman than Scotty Barnes. Agree or disagree? Agree. Two. Patrick. I don't Will- know if I agree with that. Okay, well hold on. You, I mean, two, right. hold on. All right. Patrick. Two. Patrick Williams is a better prospect than Scotty Barnes. Agree or disagree? Agree. I, I agree I, on both accounts. I'm not sure I agree on either one. I think okay. I agree on the second one. Uh, just because I've seen Patrick Williams in the NBA. He's, he's having a very good rookie he's year. Going, yes. He's going to be something. Um, he's not going to get any shots here lately because they just traded for Vucevic. So he's the shots are done. But, yeah, man, he, he's really impressive. But, man, Patrick Williams was – I know Scotty comes off the bench, but Scotty runs the team. Patrick Williams was asked to go rebound and defend and occasionally shoot threes. Like, Scotty like runs – score in the second half of the season and take over games. I, I, let, me, let me ask you something. But Scotty, I, I just think we're still we're judging through the prism of the last couple weeks, Scotty, where he's clearly no, listen, not. I, lo- I really, really love Scotty Barnes as an NBA prospect. I think he's going to do great things, and I've enjoyed watching him play here. And he deserved to be ACC Freshman of the Year. And there were stretches this year where he was the best player on the floor. So don't get me wrong; I, I don't have it twisted, but I do have concerns about his ability to get to his spots. He lacks some quickness as a guard. Right. And he doesn't, and he does not dribble the ball well. He's a terrible ball handler, and I, for the NBA, they're going to steal the ball from him all day long. Well, so I don't think he's going to be until, a point in the NBA. He's definitely not going to be in the NBA because he's not one. I know what they're doing here, and it's amazing to have the ability to transition like that because he's an unbelievable prospect just in general. Nobody's built like that. He's only going to get better when he can practice basketball all day, every day, and it's his job. I get why he is projected as a lottery pick, but as he is right now, he's got a long way to go. He'll be well, uh, doing. Yeah. He'll be doing that development while he's getting paid, though. Yeah, yeah. He's not, no, yeah. no, no. We're not arguing that. Everybody agrees on that. He's going to go, and yeah, there's no doubt. But he's got a long way to go. Whereas Patrick Williams stepped in and immediately had an impact on the Bulls right now. But, yeah, yeah, but yeah, no, yeah, I, no, I, I still, I, I think they they just had such different roles when they were at Florida State. Um, but yeah, Patrick Williams was very good. He just wasn't dependent on like Scotty was dependent on to to run a team, to be to to take game winning game tying shots. And that's to the go thing. To and, attack and, the basket, things like that. 
and I don't think Scotty at the next level is going to be required to do all the things he's having. I mean, you're, you're taking a guy and putting him in a position offensively that he's never really been in, and that sure. that affects everything. So I just think you he's going to look like a totally different guy at that level, I think. You know what? Who's what at a great th- level? I meant to say this earlier, is uh, our friends at Horizons Bar and Grill. Am I right, Jeff? Boom! Boom. Hey, have well you been done. there lately? I haven't, I haven't gotten to go because I haven't been in Tallahassee lately. Have you gotten to go I, in the last? I went I went a week ago. Okay. Yeah, I went a week ago. I go there once a week, once every 10 days, bare minimum. I love the place. It's, it's outstanding. Crazy. Because you didn't go to Spirit hardly at all because it was just not near you. But this place is on your way home. It's casual. It's comfortable. It's convenient. It's everything you want, Ira. And uh, somebody tweeted me. somebody tweeted me the other day, and he's like, yeah, I used to come into town – to the old place just for the mac and cheese bites. And he's like, do they still have them? I'm like, do they have them? They're even better. Uh, and, <laughs> and like you said, it's a great location at Thomas Road and Bannerman Road. It's called uh, Bannerman Crossing. A little upscale, not but not too upscale. Not too right. uppity. It's not St. Elmo's, but it's right. uh, but it's high quality, and it won't get you sick like uh, St. Elmo's. And they, right. and they got the they got the happy hours every day, and yeah, man, it's a the mac and cheese bites. I feel like we talked about them so much at Spirit, we just let it slide at Horizons. But they are there, and they are still glorious. Seminole headlines, ninety-seven ninety. Spirit Radio continues in a moment. Seminole headlines will take a breather. More next. Seminole headlines returns now on ninety-seven nine ESPN Radio. I, I got to read this one. If it's the last one, I get in, guys, because Adam went to great lengths and really laid this out. So I'm going to read it now. Greetings, gents. I am the product of a spirited Florida man and a willing Florida woman who fled the great sunshine state in the late 1970s for icier pastures in frigid Alaska. Mm. They eventually married in one crisp autumn night underneath the jubilant stars and dancing northern lights. A magical moment occurred, and nine months later, I was born. I still live in Alaska. However, we travel to Florida as often as possible to catch up with family. No questions but I do have a suggestion for the music choice between the third and fourth quarters of our home games. Instead of the sleepy Seminole wind song with Corey, which Corey sings to perfection, <laughs> check out the cover of Renegades by the band 36 Crazy Fists. I'm, ho- I'm hoping that Seminole headlines, JCS Monday through Friday, three to six, and War Chant can help push this to the FSU athletic department. I'd love to hear it played through the loudspeakers and dope. Thanks for all you do. Keep up the amazing work, and I look forward to grabbing beers with you guys someday. Adam, hashtag Alaskan, Alaskan criminal sausage for that ass. <laughs> I was going to say, uh, are we sure we want to meet Adam? My man. He's seen some he's, things. He's got he a lives shit. in Alaska. He was the product, apparently, of outdoor <laughs> sex, which is, a weird, you know, which is a weird thing to know anyway. They but were like, really, really were but, naked and afraid. That's <laughs> been cold. Uh, but like, yeah, those Alaskans, man, they've seen a life. They, that's a different life than what we've lived for sure. But I think Renegade is what they play at the Steelers games, right? Jeff? I think that's, that might is be it, right. I don't, I'm not a Bucks sure fan. I have no idea. Yeah, I think you might be right, but I'm not sure if it's that version. But yeah, we'll, we'll check it out. Hopefully it's, uh, hopefully it's not too, uh, too far out there. But man, I'm, I'm, we're up for something. We're all up for something. Well, he's right. Blow, Seminole wind is what we put. East blow, it down. blow Seminole wind. Blow just, like you're never gonna blow again. <laughs> <laughs> Who wouldn't want to hear that? By the way, I got I gotta say to Corey, I love how much you've practiced to get that right. This is so, so much better than the version he tried to break out one day impromptu. Yeah. 
So now he's had to work on it, and he's really good at it. Sounds good, that doesn't shows it? A, it shows a stick-to-itiveness that I, a, didn't know he had in a work ethic that certainly none of us have ever seen. So <laughs> this is a thing of beauty, Corey. Yeah. It's in you, baby. That it's was the whole nine-hour drive to Indianapolis was me just singing that, <laughs> the chorus, over and over again. It's crazy. So we're done with the show? Yeah, we're done with the show. We didn't mention baseball at all, or football, for that matter. No, no, well, I don't want to mention football right now. they got a long way to go. But I will tell you about the baseball. Telling our, our rivals not only to get some, but to bend over and, and be abused in a way that is really, it's, it's unfortunate for their fan base to have borne witness to those kinds of ass beatings. They'll never get it out of their head. For, what Florida State did in terms of thrashing Florida and Miami, that is probably a, the best four-game straight stretch in the history of Florida State baseball. Definitely during a regular season. Definitely during a yeah. regular season. Oh, real. I, wrote, I, wrote a, I wrote a lengthy letter thanking Mike Martin Jr., telling him <laughs> that in addition to those dominations, he should he should sit in the dugout wearing a shirt that says nepotism rules, dumbasses. It yeah. should be – I mean, just – I was all in. It was awesome. Yeah, it was a great yeah. week. No, oh, it's, it's the best week in Florida State baseball regular season history ever. Speaking of just how crazy sports is, I mean, just because we were talking before about how this basketball team went from – a team that looked like it could go to the Final Four to a team that looked like it may not make it out of the first round of the NCAA tournament to now we're talking about, hey, yeah, man, they're probably going to beat the number one. There's a good chance they'll beat the number one seed in Michigan. Well, this baseball team, two or three weeks ago, we were like, man, what is, what's happening here? This thing, they're, they're hitting 200. They started, they started hitting. They were hitting yeah. 200 as a team after like 10 yeah. games. Yeah, and they were slugging under 300. Their slugging percentage was like 291, and now it's like 440. Like they're just – Tyler Martin just hit his first career home run. Another nepotism. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, no, it's good stuff. It's awesome. But hey, on that note, gotta go. Love you both. Good job. That's it for Corey. Who's gonna win? Who's gonna, who's, who's gonna win the game? Pick. I take I take Florida State by two in a buzzer beater. Sure. Be, yeah. Sure. That sounds great. All right. Consensus. <laughs> <laughs> Later on, everybody. Peace. Good olds. Seminal headlines on 97.9 ESPN Radio. Get more from Jeff, Corey, and Ira via iTunes and in the 97.9 ESPN Radio Audio Vault. This has been a production of 97.9 ESPN Radio, Tallahassee Sports Monster.